Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Forever. Dog. Classic cars, classic rock. All my favorite things are classic. You know what my you know my least favorite thing that's classic is classic classical music. Dun 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 dun. So for those of you who don't know, Tom is like he hates stuff that snobs yeah. love. I I often I just like a hot dog and He likes a hot dog and he likes ball you know, game. A really loud car honk honk he likes mm-hmm. he likes sometimes he likes to sit on the horn just to yeah. know that that sound comes from his butt yeah i like while i don't have a car that has that i like hearing it on other cars it's enjoyable to hear on other cars it makes me so horny when a guy drives by my apartment building mm-hmm. with a car that sounds like the vietnam war yeah it's it's a real uh it's a it's the it's the fast lane to eros i love the smell of napalm in the chelsea mm-hmm. neighborhood i live in mm-hmm. is what i shout to them while i expose my bare bazooms I love pla- cars that have crazy colors. Yes. Like a lemon color car that goes, and you're just like, why is that desirable? This seems like your car's broken. It seems like a four-year-old got a lot of money. I think every time I see a car like that, I think of like a a bratty little rich boy that won the lottery and now mm-hmm. you have to do what he says. Yeah. Like the kid in the toy with Richard Pryor and Jackie Gleason. Yeah, Scott Schwartz. Scott Schwartz, uh, speaking of erotic, erotic actor Scott Schwartz. Mm-hmm. And what a beautiful career to watch him grow up into a man who makes love from being a boy that doesn't. Well, now, was he on camera getting yes. down, or is yes. he, or was he just like the guy saying, like, uh, was he like the next door neighbor in these adult films, but didn't actually get down on screen? I think he was getting down, um, and I don't know if he ever had the like behind the scenes moment, mm-hmm. like um, Burt Reynolds. 
in Boogie Nights. In Boogie Nights. He, uh, Boogie Nights. Brent, uh, look up whether Scott Schwartz, star of the Jackie Gleason, Richard Pryor vehicle, The Toy, when he appeared in adult films, was he was he on camera doing the deed or was yeah. he uh, just like a male I'm the, so the, sorry, Tom. Is that me? Is, is that you want me to do that? What's that? Yeah. Brett. Oh, I, said, it, Brett, I, asked, oh, I said, I Brett, could I you like please? He, I like it when he stands so up. So sorry. Like um, also, Tom, I wanted to let you know, uh, Fastlane to Eros is actually a, a great piece by Brahms. Uh, if you want to check that out, mm-hmm. it might, uh, might actually, uh, you might cha- change your tune, so to speak, on classical music. Sure. Brahms. It, I thought I was okay with just one Brahm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I have now I have two. Whenever I saw Brahms, all I thought about was brach to that candy bratches. Brax. Brax. Would you like some brax, jelly brax. bellies or would you like some brax? Yeah. Happy Easter. Happy Easter, everybody, from the Double Threat Double family. Double Threat family. And welcome to an episode of Double Threat. Starring Tom Sharpling. And Julie Klausner, featuring Brent Brett Boehm. Oh, uh, bre- breaking news! Breaking news! I got an update on the Scott Schwartz uh, question. Yeah, uh, he totally was doing I'm- it right. This is just coming in on the wire right here. Uh, it says Scott Schwartz, uh, who also was the kid who stuck his tongue to the Christmas to the pole in, in the, the Christmas, Christmas story. story correct? Yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. that's where he got the taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, years <sighs> after his memorable double dog dare scene, uh, Scott went on to perform in non-sexual roles in adult ah! films. He managed what? porn actors, and after the millennium, continued to rack up uh, IMDb credit. Okay, that's just uh, unrelated. But yeah, he uh, uh, okay. uh, non-sexual. I call bull roar because I bet he had them edit out the the good the good stuff after mm-hmm. he when he was writing this bio he's like what would sound classy So you think there's some footage out there of the kid from the toy as an adult getting getting busy Scotty's X-rated adventure oh that's the name God. of a, an adult film and he isn't in it making love no thanks it, it does appear to be false advertising. This this says to me he is in he's in the movie in every sense, but apparently that's yes! not the case. Please. Oh my god! Look at that cover to that thing. <laughs> Just look at that. <laughs> Hello, I'm shopping for a marital aid. Yeah. What, Hi, I'm what looking. Kind? Yeah, I'm looking to kill the lust between me and my partner. <laughs> Do you have any movies that will completely that will cauterize the, the wound? Yeah, I think we have just the film for you. Uh, it's called Scotty's. Well, let me ask you: Are you familiar with the toy <laughs> starring well, you, Greedy Gretchen as Jackie Gleason's yeah. wife? In that, you know, that was Greedy Gretchen. Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, the great uh, great cast in that movie. It's, it's mm-hmm. a real fun premise, and it really aged oh, well. It aged it, it, honestly. It started out great. Yeah, sure. The Jackie Gleason decides to own Richard Pryor for uh, his son's amusement. That's to a give real him as a gift. Yeah, boy, that's a great statement and an area that deserves to be explored. Well, that's what Scotty says in Scotty's X-rated adventure. You know what I say to that, Julie? I say, Scotty, don't. Scotty don't. Scotty, Scotty don't. don't. Scotty don't. Scotty don't. Remember Scotty that? Don't. Don't. Scotty don't. Yes, I remember that. 
I'm American. Yeah. Well, it's a British film. It's a it's an international <laughs> film. Mike uh, Myers isn't really from England, Tom, just because he can do the accent. No, it says international right in the title of the the, the film, Julie. So you go to your blockbusters and you're looking mm-hmm. for international films because you want to watch Goldmember? I go and I say, do you have any any cinema, any British cinema? And they're like, well, we have this movie here, uh, International Man of Mystery. So uh, they're suggesting it to you. And then, yes, there's, and I say, I'm looking for something also, maybe Dutch. And they're like, ah, yes, you want gold member then. So you are still renting your videos at the Dum Dum Hut. Pretty much. I still go to the Dum Dum Hut and rent my videos. And then Do I'll they say, still, I'd yeah. love something Scottish. And then they're like, ah, the spy who shagged me. You'll love this character. Okay. Ah, uh, fat and bastard. When you leave the Dum Dum Hut, do they give you free Dum Dums? And if so, what's your favorite flavor? Grape. And if not, and what's yes. your favorite flavor? Grape? What they do is they they wet them, not with their mouth. They dip them in a little glass of water. Oh, no. I hate this. They stick one in your each ear. Stop. And then and then you're like, uh, then they, they kick you out the door. They put one in your mouth, one in each ear, and then shove you out the door with you got dum dum <laughs> sticking out. And then the other, the person on the other side of the door says, I'm ready for your COVID test results. And they pull them out and like smash them onto a, mm-hmm. like a, they, they put, they take the dum-dums out of your ears, mm-hmm. put them in two little shot glasses. Yeah. What's and in the shot glasses? Then the guy. Sodi? Sodi The guy, it's, it's, Sprite? it's, uh, no, it's gin. It's gin <laughs> in a shot glass. And then he dum-dums puts the shot gin. glass back and he, he drinks it. He goes, Ooh, you got COVID. <laughs> And then he drinks the next one. He goes, yep, it's COVID. All right. I think it's a great idea for us to, quote unquote, test people for COVID. If we if we ever I don't know if we ever will do double threat live. I really don't know because I haven't seen people like, you know, rallying around the notion online. No. We, so as far we, as I'm concerned, we won't. We but float it. And then changes. we don't hear back. We don't hear yeah. back from the people on this. So how is that supposed to make us? feel how is that supposed to motivate us to do anything for it because i was about to you know just brainstorm that we should have these quote-unquote covid tests at the door where we stick dum-dums in people's ears then dip them in gin did you say gin gin a shot glass full of gin (laughs) and we have brett down all these dum-dum shots before he lets anybody in brett would you do a shot of gin Oh, for sure. I mean, depending on the gin, but you know, I like that uh, ju- juniper so- berry, that very unique taste. Uh, yeah, I like gin. Okay. What do you mean, depending on the gin? Is there a gin you wouldn't do a shot of? Uh, gin. Shot look, of I'm not trying gin. to be a snob, but I think gin is one of those uh, one of those uh, liquors that that uh, uh, really falls off the map if you go too far down mm. uh, the sh- you know, if, too far down if, the shelf. Yeah. If you're garnishing it with like. A, an air freshener tree you think it's probably bad yeah and that's just for a shot i mean if we're talking about gin and tonic you know give me well baby all day i don't care what it is got it but, uh, got but it. for a shot you know i'm gonna need a i'm gonna need some a you quality know, bombay a, a, sapphire a, a, or above please okay excuse me well 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 yeah we've got qui-gon gin up in here well, ask a question get an answer yeah Oh geez. Well that's the most arrogant thing right, I ever heard in my life. Very well, confrontational. Answer. This guy Jesus. this guy's out okay. this guy's mad at us, I think. Yeah. Ask a question, get an answer. Sorry. <laughs> Thought it was a comedy show, but 
<laughs> Apparently, Brett's already wow. worked up into a fighting stance already. We're joking around to well, ask a question, get an answer. Jesus, that sounds like something that a bad guy would say after beating someone up in a movie. Yeah. As he's leaving the, or a good guy. He was so, movie, I guess. He was so desperate. Yeah. He was so desperate to be that bad guy, Julie, mm-hmm. that I made a five-star Qui-Gon Jinn joke and he powered right <laughs> past it. Yeah. Do you know who Qui-Gon Jinn is? Um, I don't think I do. He's from Star Wars. Oh, God. Played by, name him Brett. Oh, that would be uh, the star of Schwimmer. Taken, Liam Neeson. Oh, yes. It's David Schwimmer? Maybe no, I have I that wrong. I don't know. No, who oh. is it? Is it Liam Neeson? It is Liam Neeson. Okay. Qu- like- featuring Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> Musical guest, the Gin Blossoms, Jetster, and the Gin Blossoms, <laughs> and he- your host, Ginny Thomas. Ginny Thomas is finally hosting SNL. I figured, I thought she would be a three sixty host where she would do the music, the also. music, and yeah, and then introduce herself. Yeah, She'd ladies be like, and gentlemen, me. Hi, everybody. Would, yeah, you know what I would love to see though. Truly, just like Ginny Thomas, someone pushing her down those stairs as the doors open at at SNL, mm-hmm. and you just hear her go, "Ooh, ah, yeah, eh, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear her just go, bump, bump, like Pac Man when she when she faints. <laughs> And then you hear Clarence Thomas at the back of the studio go, my bride. Yeah. Hear Clarence Thomas because he was he's drumming for her band. (laughs) Do you think he takes off the robe when he drums? No, I think he drums. Do you think it gets do you think it gets caught ever? Like if he's trying to do a hi hat? I think the robe allows for a certain style of drumming that he could get away with. Maybe he's got brushes and he's playing kind of like a. Like as if, because uh, I figured Ginny Thomas would come out and and play. Uh, she'd do her cover of uh, Chris Isaac's "Wicked Game." I was thinking "Green Green Grass of Home," <laughs> but I think well, that's that'd be kind the of a similar. Song. It's a totally similar vibe. I think you and I are completely yeah. latched onto the same vibe. Did anybody watch SNL last night? No, I missed it. Well, who was uh, the host? Well, the host Ginny and Thomas. musical guest was Ginny Thomas. Uh, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas's. Insurrection, encouraging maniac wife. Yeah, she was musical guest also. What on earth did she do? Well, she did uh, "Wicked Game" by Chris Isaac, and then did "Green Green Grass of Home." And she and she and Clarence Thomas pretended to like dance on the beach, sexy the way they do in that video. You know that Clarence Thomas, yeah, he would have come out during the monologue. Like that's where they'd reveal he's on. Like she'd be. She'd be talking, and then Clarence Thomas would kind of slide into frame and be just like, mm-hmm. "Be like, Ginny, I told you." you know, like, and then the audience would be like, just too confused to applaud. They yeah. know they would know that they should, but they would just be. But they don't want to. No, they're in purgatory somehow. Yeah. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders. With ShipStation, they make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. 
and they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, Julie Klausner.com. Today, we have a gift to share. Well, first of all, I would like to say that you are a gift. Mm. Well, I'd like to say you're a gift. And I'd like to say that we are a gift and the show is a gift. Yes. But mm-hmm. I don't want to rest on our... Oh, no, you're going to hate what I'm about to say. What? Laurels or Hardys. <laughs> laurels or Hardys. Neither yeah. our laurels nor our Hardys. What Shall they... we rest? Yeah. What oh, that would sold... be good when we print double threat money. That can be the thing that it says under yeah. the, you know photo of jimmy jazz or whatever laurels sorry no we we, neither our laurels nor our hearties shall we rest on which which something i don't know work it out and put it in latin what if they sold christmas laurels at hardy's sorry to do that while you're drinking water i apologize for saying the dumbest thing i've ever said they're edible or people think they're edible it's like after the seventh person died they realize they had to stop yeah and they're just like is that the laurel and hardy music or is that the three stooges i i don't i don't know but i don't understand how the laurel and hardy dance was ever considered comedy just because it's not like fred and ginger Mm -hmm. because when fred and ginger danced you're like that's what love looks like that's just Mm -hmm. that's that's when someone says, I'm in love. You picture that. Yes. But when Laurel and Hardy are dancing, you're like, that's hilarious. That's what I'm one like. Is different size wise than the other. Right. Mm-hmm. That's usually when I Google start Googling suicide machines. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm watching Laurel and Hardy, I'm second screen on my second screen. I'm searching. How hard is it to build a and suicide people machine? People go to see your setup. They're like, I think Tom's an editor now. Yeah. He's got two screens. He's got two screens. Can you turn on your own suicide machine? <laughs> <laughs> or do you need to buy a rubber hand on a broom handle? <laughs> is it a crank or a button? Um, I don't Is it like know. a slot machine where it's an old timey lever? Should should hook up one of those those. Those uh, those electric uh, uh, skateboard things all over the place. Mm-hmm. Get them to power it. So we are both gifts. The show is a gift. Yes. Um, and we are going to share our gift with you today. The today down and dirty meat and potatoes. Loose no and frills. Loose and lazy. Fun, a little bit crazy. 
This is like if you went and you opened up a cereal box and it had just not had just gun, not just the berries, not just oops all berries. <laughs> this you open a cereal box, it's all the it's just filled with the prizes. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's basically junk food for your head. Why don't they do that ever? One one out of every hundred boxes is for just the filled same with prizes. reason they don't give out Christmas laurels at Hardee's. People would eat them and they would die. People are stupid. They think, oh, this is a food place. It's probably food. And the next thing you know, you have to pay a veterinarian to remove toys from your stomach because yeah. that's what veterinarians do. And I am tired, so tired of putting on dog ears and going to the vet <laughs> to that's figure out be... what's going on with what I ate because I got to so get he... cheap x-rays. Here's the thing. Tom and I are going to testify in front of Congress a lot. Yeah. Like we like we haven't done it yet, but once we st- I mean it's all about who you know and then once you break in, you're you're good. Mhm. Yeah. So, one of the things that we're going to testify in front of Congress about is um well, first of all, we're going to talk about Frank Zappa talking in front of Congress to Al Gore because yeah. we think that's interesting and we want to like be like, "Remember?" Um yeah. and that'll be fun and cool. But in addition, we also want to talk about healthcare. And during that, we were going we're gonna dress up like two dogs. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna dress up like a big sheep dog. Yeah. And I'm gonna Tom- dress up like a poodle. And we're gonna <laughs> and we're gonna sit down behind the mics and then we're gonna like take a drink of water, but it's like not <laughs> it's just gonna run down our felt tongues we'll because lap it. they're we'll- not really mouth. Yeah, we'll lap it. And then they'll say Poochie. Shaggles, yeah. Would you like to address Congress? And we both nod our costumed heads. Yes. And then we remove our heads, and you see that we're people, and everyone freaks out. We were human the whole time. And then we say, "Ladies and gentlemen of the Congress, we are tired of pretending to be dogs in order to get health care." That's exactly just, how it's going to go down. Yeah. And it's going to get, it's going to work. I can feel it. And we're going to yeah. win everybody over. And yeah. Ted Cruz is going to just have to stand up and applaud. Right. And then we're going to list all of the Cruz. toys that we swallowed. Was that bad? That I'm starting to warm up to him? Oh, I, I mean, it's inevitable. Like, he's just, he's, he's cute. He's great. He's, he's smart. Cool. He's cool. He's super cool. Yeah. Um. His beard is it, like, I feel like I don't even, his beard makes so much sense on his face. I yeah. can't even remember a time when he didn't have it. Yeah. Now he looks rugged. Now I'm just like, yeah, this dude is from Texas. Look at that yeah. beard. I feel like I'm in a Western. Right. Like he's going to fell a tree. Yeah. Like he's like, he's Rick Ross. Exactly. Brett, yes. What do you got for us? Oh, I've got so much today. This is going to be a really great. Ep- I mean, it's already a great episode. Thank you. I appreciate. Thank that. you, I mean, Brett. Just like the universe itself, you can bring something out of nothing. It's truly amazing um, to to watch it, to but to to behold it week after week. Because mm-hmm. um, if you think this is scripted or if you think this is planned out, I'm going to tell you right now, a little behind who's the scenes. Saying it's scripted. This is this. I mean, it's so good. But one might be tempted scri- to think that it is scripted. We're reading off who? of the script. I don't know. Somebody has out there. Has anyone ever posited that? No, I, no, no one. Okay. No one has. I, so I guess okay. I'm. I'm answer. Uh, you know, um, addressing like uh, anticipate. Okay. Well, Brett, if anybody asks that, you know, you should say to them, oh, "What's that? 
you should yell at them and then and then when they get mad you go well you ask a question you get an answer (laughs) (laughs) i've got so many great clips for you today oh boy this guy's mad. All we did was a four-hour promotion of his weird movie podcast. We are waiting for our week. check. For, for We're waiting for our checks. Yeah. All everybody's saying because to me is, what's up with that? Was Brett okay? That's all well, I've heard that, last two days. Is Brett okay? All I've heard is, where's your check? <laughs> and admittedly, it's from me. Mm-hmm. We and had you. a great launch week on Weekend at Bergman's. You can follow because us we, at Weekend we Bergman. Because we have done things in the past where it's like, you know, BetterHelp wants to sponsor this thing and mm-hmm. we do a thing. Yeah. BetterHelp. What do you think BetterHelp is? They're going to check out Weekend at Bergman's. What do you think the copy on that one's going to be? Hey, everybody. It's me. Uh, you who should you be? Who should you want to be? Brett or Joe for this? I'll be Joe. You be Joe. Hey everybody, yep. it's me, Brett Bohm from uh, Weekend at Bergman's, and I'm Joe Cilio from Weekend at Bergman's, and we clearly are falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, we need help, sh- and Brett, sometimes Brett, you do need Brett, help. Brett, Brett, What's shut the that, fuck Joe? up. Brett, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, I'm just trying to do the thing here, and I, I'm just trying well, to be you honest about my emotions. Better. Well, your emotions are totally unhinged, man. You should be taking care of that before the show. Maybe we should check out better help, health, help or health. I still yeah, don't, I don't know which one I, it is. Why don't you do your why don't you do your work, bro? Your whole thing is like I do work before the show. Yeah. No, you don't. You suck shit. Nobody likes you, Brett. <laughs> Frighteningly accurate for this week for actually for episode two, which we already recorded. Nobody uh, almost likes a verbatim you. reading of the transcript oh, of episode no. two. Julie, you're reading. You're you're supposed to be reading the double threat script. Now you're reading. You're reading the weekend at Bergman second, script. I need a second computer screen like yeah. yours that tells you yeah. when to go to when, when the off season in Scandinavia is to get a crack at the old Kavorki. <laughs> the old Kavorki. The Vork. The Kavorki three thousand. Beep boop. How can I relieve your pain? <laughs> <laughs> Press one for. Injection. Press two for question mark. I will always press two. I love a surprise. Look, Kavorki 3000, just let me, give me a minute to think about what I want to do here. I'm sorry, I didn't understand your answer. Press one for injection. Press two for question mark. Uh, I don't know, question mark, two. You have selected question mark. Watch out. And then like a big mallet comes <laughs> out of the Kavorki and just bops you on the yeah. head. Bark. Yeah. Are you dead? Press one. <laughs> just kidding. You can't. The Kavorki's a wise acre. Yeah. Kavorki sounds like uh, like could be the star of Short Circuit if that gets rebooted. <laughs> Kavorki was, pro- was programmed for one thing. Letting people die with mm-hmm. dignity. Yeah, and it's exciting. Uh, you can listen to next week. Speaking of uh, short circuit, <laughs> episode three of Weekend at Bergman's is uh, four hundred blows and short circuit. And, and you you can check that co- out co- next co- week. Co- Squatty. What if these guys? Yeah, the commercial for Squatty Potty. What if these guys? Yes. Just like the dumb movies with their podcasts, you start to realize. I think they're. Oh, they stupid. choose every. They, cho- they choose the bad ones every time. Yeah, every week, like fifteen episodes in, it's like 
They always choose the stupid movie. I think they're dumb. <laughs> That's the thing is they're going to have to change the title to like why dumb movies are better. Because <laughs> they're like making these intellectual cogent arguments about how Weekended Bernie's is a social satire of the 80s. But then like they make all these points and they're going back and forth. And then but then like the actual scorecard is they picked this dumb one 15 <laughs> times in a row. I think they're dumb. <laughs> Why are they, why do they sound so smart in their discussions? The dumb guys in which movie's dumber? That's just what it becomes. It's which movie's dumber. Yeah, and then they'll start to get into like this week on the show we're doing Dumb and Dumber versus uh dumb dumber and dumber. <laughs> and you're like, guys, one is not that smart. Just because it's like their definition of the word highbrow becomes a little elastic. Yeah. Well, tune in this Friday to Weekend at Bergman's. Find out which one we pick. Uh, and uh, we also respond to Tom and Julie's podcast rescue on this week's episode. So if you want to go further down that old wormhole, uh, join us on Friday. Jeepers. Okay. Um, so uh, speaking of uh, people doing their best, uh, this is uh, our old friend, um, uh, uh, Tim Ear. Remember Tim Ear, the reporter uh, who joined us to to address that, that viral yes. video? Yes. Yes. Um, and Tom's so- going to say he ignored him. Tom, I'm sorry. Do you, that, he, that? do you feel like he ignored you? No, I was okay with him. We we connected okay. over uh, craft, craft work. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Tim, uh, thanks to Rebecca for for bringing this to our attention. I, I I feel like just to be fair to Tim, I had to bring this into the into the show. Uh, this is this is very cool. Uh, so Tim, um, this uh, I think this past week they had some flash flooding uh, in in Tim's area in West Virginia. Um, and somebody snapped some pictures of him. This wasn't like a photo op or anything, but somebody snapped some pictures of uh, Tim here um, helping his neighbors and animals trapped by this flash flooding. Wow. Wait, uh, and, and Brett, is it OK if we contextualize like that Tim ear was kind of like, I don't know, like when we first heard of him, he was kind of a bad guy because this reporter, Tori Yorgi, was hit by a car and he seemed to be a little dismissive of it on the yeah, air. Yeah, he did a, a real has had a real journey on this show uh, because uh, th- that viral video that he was in, it appeared that he was yeah kind of insensitive to this reporter who got hit by a car while on location. Um, he and he uh, had him on to redeem himself. Yes, so a real redemption story here. And this is this is I think the final step in the redemption. We see him carrying a dog there through like knee deep water oh, and out wow. helping. Are we sure he didn't kidnap that dog We're after sure he started yeah. that? flood like there's not a little kid 10 feet away going like hey that's my dog that's a great point actually i wonder if uh, if we can get some wider frames on these photos they do appear to be cropped a little bit so maybe uh, maybe i'm not getting the full story here um, or if that dog is wearing a vest that says do not pet me if your name is tim i will say if this is on the up and up though mm. tim here you done good boy. yeah you done good, Tim here. Look at him. He's wading through that way, that thigh high water, carrying a pooch to safety. I love carrying dogs. Yeah, me too. I do it all the time. You hold them like babies. You hold them like you hold them like um the gone with the wind poster. That's fun. I do I hold you them. Put them like over the your shoulder like you're gonna burp them. That's also fun. Yeah. Some days I do the Gone with the Wind poster. Other days I do the uh, Fletch Lives poster. I just decide 
how I'm feeling. Well, uh, good on you, Tim. Keep up the good work out there in West Virginia. Uh, and speaking of friends of the show, this first clip here is from a friend of the show, Max, who we know who helped out with uh, uh, our last live stream. Uh, Max Beasley, my friend. Yes, Max is is uh, Max is the best. And and Max, uh, uh, this is in reference to last week's show uh, when we, uh, we you were talking about Sam Kinison. Um, Max wanted, oh, wanted to we know love, if we were. We love Sam Kinison. Well, you're going to love this clip then. Uh, Max wanted to know if we were aware of uh, Sam Kinison's looks like a kind of self-produced. Uh, he did a sort of self-produced cover and music video of uh, the song Mississippi Queen by Mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, are you aware that, of this? I knew about why I knew Wild Thing, but I didn't know that. I mean, obviously, I know his talent is, you know, goes above and beyond. I'm so glad he's doing other, you know, is that a graveyard? Is this the video? It's a graveyard. He did a music video. He, I think he changed the lyrics of the song. Uh, and he also, there's some like, he's he's kind of uh, in here um, uh, parodying some uh, Sinead O'Connor music videos that were popular at the time. So there's a lot oh, going on good. in this. Yeah. She really needed someone to take the piss out of her. By someone who looked like he smelled like piss. Yeah, by by uh, somebody who, if 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 he was alive when they're making the Lord of the Rings movies, if he came into audition for Gollum, they would have said, "We wish you didn't come in in makeup. We just want to focus on your performance. You didn't have to come in full <laughs> Gollum makeup." They and also would have like, said, um, "The Ben's room's down the hall. You smell like piss." Yeah, please take a please just wash up before you come in. All right, so here's Sam Kinison doing his version of Mississippi Queen. Oh, no. Oh, my God. So he's got a Mylar balloon and he's walking around a graveyard. Oh, my God. I mean, he did have a really pretty voice. What is he doing now? Well, he's doing oh, God. The other, did I just uh, see his feet? He's doing the other, <gasps> uh, the other Sinead O'Connor video. I think that was he's doing the I think it's Mandika was the song, right? Uh Emperor's New Clothes is the other uh Sinead O'Connor. Oh, I'm sorry, you're saying the other Sinead O'Connor video he's he's doing here? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Emperor's New Clothes is that one, and then the other one, of course, is nothing compares to you. Okay. I am so sickened by this. He sucks. Because he is doing the extreme close-up Sinead O'Connor mm-hmm. with his head shaved. Mm-hmm. And then he's full. Oh, my God. He makes divine at the end of female trouble. 
when they shaved her head and her face had been scarred with acid and she's about to go to the electric chair, he makes her look like young Brigitte Bardot. God. In a bikini with a high ponytail. He is so hideous. And then he's jumping around in these like silk pajamas and his legs and feet are so small yeah. compared to his like trunk and it like look at how tiny his lower body it looks atrophied. No, he looks like Marlon Brando uh Moreau. Like, like yeah. That's he just like The ne- Island of Dr. Kinnison. Never has anybody been yeah, the <laughs> Dr. Kinnison. Oh, please. Like Mad- Dr. Pepper. Yeah. He, I'd rather get treated by Dr. Pepper. If I had, if I was sick, you got two doctors available. Dr. Pepper or Dr. Sam Kin- Samuel Kinnison. Oh, you know what his middle name was? Tell me. Burl. <sighs> I'm pretty sure it was Burl. Well, look. This he and James sucks. Earl Ray had at least that in common. At least one thing in common. Thank you, Max. I think. Thank you, Max. That was absolutely horrible. And I'm not usually someone that says, "Oh, that you know, a cemetery is like hallowed ground or mm-hmm. hallowed ground, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it." Oh, is that why it's called Halloween? Because those are hallowed grounds. I, I love know. learning. I love. I love etymology. Me too. Where it's just um, like, ah, yes, this word. Uh, and you just decide that it's the same and you don't ask anybody. And you're yeah. like, oh, I love learning. I just um, love words. I love wordplay. Words. Yeah, I love words and I love wordles. Yeah, I love wordles and I love. Puzzles. I, I love I words, love, words, I, wordles. I love wordles. I love Pokemon Go trying to find a squirtle. I love getting around, looking all <laughs> around like, town. There's it's a Snorlax like in that car wash. Head on down. <laughs> <laughs> Julie. Yes. Mississippi Queen. Yeah. Now, Brett, do you like Mountain, the band Mountain? Um, you know what? I, I don't know much about them besides Mississippi Queen. I do. I'm, I'm fascinated with that uh Felix uh Papayardo. Is that who mm-hmm. that is in Mountain? Uh yes. was kind of a uh you know, I'm always uh, interested in sort of the audio engineers of that era. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was also kind of a producer engineer, right? So it, it's a band I would love to know more about. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fascinated with what I know. Sure. Uh, yeah. Well, what do you think, Tom? What, what's I'd your... say you check out Nantucket Sleigh Ride next. You want to hear a? Mm. You want to hear one? Cool. Yeah, Go I'll with Nantucket Sleigh Ride. Appreciate that. Um. What else you got? All right. Well, uh, I got one more rough. Well, one. Let me just say yeah. one thing first, though. Uh Oh, he's pointing his finger. I just had an idea for an episode of Double Threat we could do that will involve the listeners. It's called the Double Threat Torture Chamber. (laughs) Okay. The listeners work up clips where it's a matter of who taps out first. We see who can. It's like an endure. It's like it's like a it's like a Clockwork Orange, a toothpick holding the eyelids open thing. Let's see what mm-hmm. listeners can, um, if they can pull clips and we just see who, whether Tom or Julie say, no moss. Should we do that at the Forever Dog Studios in person so that we can have Brett putting eye drops in our eyes oh as they're God. being pried open with, with what, toothpicks? What do you think about that, Brett? Wouldn't that be a fun 
episode. That is a fantastic idea. I think a fantastic idea. Um, listeners, go ahead and start sending in clips uh, for the double threat torture chamber. And actually, this next one might be a candidate for the torture chamber. We're going to go ahead and watch it oh, now. People are already doing it. That's the yeah. other thing, Tom. I think like but, I don't even think the listeners are waiting for an invitation to do precisely that. But now we're going to now they're going to have a now we're soliciting it. Now they're going to have like a, to quote a, to quote the great uh, composer Brahms, the fast lane to Eros. To you know, I wish people would distinguish which Brahm they're talking about. Yeah, it really bums me out. I don't know if it's Brom K or Brom S. Yeah, Broms. <laughs> dun 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 dun. Right. That's not his. Dun 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 dun. That was a banger, though. But do you know what the great part of that, that song is? It starts off like dun 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 dun. dun. You're just like, how loud is this thing gonna get? And then Brahms goes, <laughs> oh oh oh. And you're like, but it's quiet now. I can barely hear this thing. And he goes, that's when you realize that Brahms, not unlike Kurt Cobain, was influenced by the Pixies. Pixies, and that is sort of like a car alarm because you never know what it's going to do next. You just know that no one cares. Yeah. Just know that should be a shirt. Just know no one cares. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right, let's go back into the torture chamber for one more clip here, and then I got a palate cleanser for you. So there is a light at the end of the tunnel here. Uh, but okay. this next clip uh, is, a, is another another comedian of of, of the Kinison era. Uh, this is uh, uh, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo. And this was sent in by uh, <laughs> an, another friend of the show, uh, uh, Bob Sellers. Usually don't say uh, last names, but he's such a good friend of the yeah, show, he's, Bob he's, Sellers. Of course. Oh, Bob. Let me guess. Is this Kimberly? No, this is I had never seen this before and it was and and was truly uh uh Was Kimberly his babysitter that he like left yeah. his wife for? And then he recorded a song that was like a <laughs> Bruce Springsteen type song, like a tribute to her. It's like I burn inside for you, Kimberly. Kimberly, Kimberly. That's one of the most legendary things. But I wanna see this and then okay, maybe yeah. we follow it with Kimberly. Mm-hmm. This is an old uh, and Bob Sellers. Uh, follow him at uh, uh underscore Bob uh underscore Bob uh, every week. I mean, w- w- incredibly Amazing. talented uh, graphic designer uh, and does um, uh, custom logos for the episodes every week that are that are just out of this world. Bob does stuff for for Double Threat. Does stuff for Best Show. Bob is a true champ. He's a talent. Yeah, hell of a guy. Uh, super sweet, super talented. Give him a follow. Uh, and this clip. So this is a like. Uh, it, it, I think it's like a, a computer video game from the CD-ROM era. It looks to be from that kind of mid-90s, Windows 95 era. It's a computer game called Celebrity Poker. Uh, and Joe Piscopo is one of the uh, contestants. I'm going to go ahead and bring this up now. Uh, he's one of the contestants uh, uh, or, or players, uh, poker players. Um, and Morgan Fairchild, I see. Joe Piscopo. And, and Danny McBride uh, is one of his characters. Who is that? I want to say maybe Jonathan Frakes from from, from Star uh, Trek. First, uh, yeah, Riker from Star Trek: mm-hmm. Next Generation. Yeah, um, and that and, and thankfully they they got a, a really great location with the Hollywood sign <laughs> popping right. Yeah, in the background. I don't remember the Hollywood sign 
having like lights really like or no just like spaces in between the two l's and then the the y and the w like enough space to walk you know to have like two other letters oh you mean enough space between like the the first and second l so that it will will accommodate the framing (laughs) in your window at home (laughs) (laughs) because you can see the hollywood sign in a window but it's never no no letters are obscured so you know what you're reading yeah, no, it's just in case you're like H O L letter I, give I can't up. make out, then a Y, then a W, then I'm an O. Done. Can't make out the one, next one, then a D. I don't know what that says. <laughs> give me a hint. So one thing that you can do, this is an interactive game, uh, and one thing that you can do here uh, is you can prompt the players to do things besides play poker, including you can prompt the Joe Piscopo character to tell a joke uh so this mm. is a little run through of all the jokes that joe piscopo tells mm. in this in this video oh, game oh my here. god mm. all right getting a little boring here uh let me tell you a quick joke there's a there's a crash you see a plane crash killed in the crash hillary clinton bill clinton and vice president gore and they're up in heaven before the throne of god and god looks at bill clinton he goes you know president clinton for better or for worse you were the president of one of the great great societies of all time, and for that you can sit on my right side. And he says to Al Gore, Vice President Gore, you were the vice president of a, of a truly great land. For that, you can sit on my left side. And he looks at Hillary, and God says, what can I do for you, madam? And Hillary looks at God and says, you're sitting in my seat. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Wait, which, which little tab does it get where it just like initiate suicide sequence? <laughs> Could you do to get him to pull the pin on a grenade and not let go of the grenade? I want to see the Kavorki three thousand roll up on this screen behind him and be like, Press "Hello, one. Joe. Hello, Joe." Does he sound like Urkel? That'd be great if this Kavorki three thousand is like <laughs> the Kavorkel, like, the Kavorki. Yeah. Or he ki- he sticks a needle in Joe Piscopo's neck and then it's like, he's like, "Did I do that?" <laughs> Joe Piscopo thinks it's steroids, so he's into it at first. And then he gets very sleepy. He goes, Kimberly. (laughs) That joke was great. I liked how he started it. He said, things are getting a little boring here. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that the best when you're hanging out with someone and they point out that things are getting boring and then they tell a, a joke? Yeah, great joke. Like uh, first of all, he should have been investigated by the FBI for that joke, <laughs> uh, or for a joke where he's basically willing the uh, the the death of the president and the vice president and the vice president of a great land of a great like, the land. The things that people say in yeah. these jokes so fucking stupid. Yeah, to like facilitate the first and second beat, they'll say anything like to, yeah, yeah. All right, let's see another joke from from old Joe. For another please. joke, guys. Here we go. Here we go. So there's a bus cr- bus crash. No survivors. See, All of his jokes monkey. start with this? some sort of crash. Some investigate, and they go up to the monkey. They say, "Hey, monkey, you know what went on here in this bus crash?" Monkey goes. <laughs> Cop goes, "Hey, monkey. Well, what happened before the bus crash? What were these people doing?" So the monkey goes up. <laughs> 
Oh, they were partying. The cops said they were partying, huh? 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 Monkey goes, yeah, 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 party. What else were they doing? Monkey goes, oh, they were drinking, huh? They were drinking, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Monkey goes, yeah, drinking, drinking. What else were they doing, Monkey? The cop says. Monkey goes, oh, they were kissing, making out, stuff like that. Monkey goes, yeah, yeah. Well, the cop says, well, Monkey, what were you doing? What else was going on? And the monkey goes. Monkey was driving and watching at the same time. Let's get back to the game. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. He knows he's bombing. Oh, my God. He's bombing. So bad. He's bombing on a CD. It's a CD bomb. It's a CD bomb. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first ever CD bomb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Joe Piscopo, you suck. You're terrible. What a nightmare. <laughs> and he's like, hey, monkey, what happened next? <laughs> oh, they were kissing and stuff like that? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the funniest thing in the whole thing. Oh, they were kissing and, and, and stuff like that? Ah, <laughs> oh, they were drinking. They were drinking, huh? huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were kissing and stuff like that? Any chance you can find this... Kimberly? Yep. Find oh, Kimberly, for please. sure. One second. It's just also like he's probably like, I like doing this joke because I get to act out the monkey parts. Yeah. A lot of people tell that joke. They just don't sell the monkey as much as they need to to put it over the top. I told that oh. joke. Sure. Morgan Fairchild didn't like it. Jonathan Frakes <laughs> didn't like it. But you like it at home. CD-ROM fan. Po- I mean, if you're a fan of Joe Piscopo, poker, and CD-ROMs, yeah. boy, have we got the, the package for you. It's a package of anthrax. What's this? This is the video? For you know, I wondered why Joe never ages. He's in that thing the whole time. Okay. You got. You know, I asked this audience is mostly from New Jersey. And again, I know we broadcast to, to most of the audience is actually in New York. But I was going to do something for you tonight, and I'm going to ask you to stay with me. I wrote a song for Kimberly Driscoll, my fiance, right? And I got to tell you, I would never do this on, like, if it was like, you know, like a national HBO special or something like that. So I'm going to ask you, it's a straight He's song. He's not still no with jokes. her, is he? I know my mother likes no, they're, sing. They're... So are you with me on this? Can we do a song for you? Like a song song? Did she enter the witness protection program? Stay with me. This... This is for, I was so hesitant to do it, but I feel at home among family and friends. So this is for Kimberly. And Wait, I'm sorry. Could you pause it for a second? Stay with me, guys. He's, he's, he's already said twice go. he's appealed for the audience to stay with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's given like at least two or three indications that he knows he shouldn't be about to do this. No, he knows it sucks. Even he knows deep down this sucks. And he's telling it to himself. Well, we're with friends and family. You're not. You're on television. Yeah. Get ready, Julie. All right. Here we go. Looks like he ate a lemon. (gasps) I'll burn inside for you (laughs) every day. I don't know what to do. Don't know what to say. You know I need you, girl. Desperately. Oh, I need you. Look at that mullet. Kimberly. 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 
Oh no, Kimberly. it's like a karaoke video. Yeah. Kimberly! Kimberly! They say it's all wrong! We know it's <gasps> alright! I love it so strong! You just be She's backstage. Fight. I don't understand! Oh, what your daddy don't see! I love what's playing! We were meant to be! Wait, what? Hold on. Can you pause it? I was with him until he got to this like paranoid schizophrenic. What are you, David Berkowitz? There's evil forces working here trying to pull us apart. Whoa, 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 whoa. You mean the laws of your marriage? Or like, or or her father? Because <laughs> he mentioned the father in it. All right. Can we hear a little bit more Kimberly, please? Maybe the worst thing to ever come out of New Jersey, Joe Christopher. Do you think he's friends with Chris Christie? His face looks like a catcher's mitt. He's one of these guys. Hit pause, yeah. please. He's one of these guys when he got in shape, it didn't work for him. He just made him look more like that monkey and that joke he was telling. <laughs> he looks like he looks like when you, look at you that make a right there, frozen right there. <laughs> what are they kissing and making out? Yeah, they were what kissing and, and stuff like that. And stuff like that. <laughs> they were kissing, making out, stuff like that. <laughs> His face to me looks like when you're making a bed and it has a comforter that's like way too soft and downy, <laughs> and you like accidentally sit on it or like uh-huh. put a bag on it. Yeah, and then you get up and you're like, oh god. The only thing I would shit. add is that then you pull the thing away and you realize there's just barf under the <laughs> comforter. That that's. <laughs> Then it's like him. Or you're like, what's that smell? Yeah, it smells gross in here. Oh, someone threw up underneath all <laughs> underneath the Underneath the comforter. Yeah. <laughs> Brad, Brad, can you pull up the cover of, uh, of uh, Joe Piscopo was on the cover of a fitness magazine? Oh, God. Fitness gun then. in my mouth. Just like <laughs> Joe Piscopo <laughs> fitness cover story or something. Let's see. Uh-huh. For men who want to look like, feel like, and be like Joe Piscopo. What's it called? Piscopo Health? Let's see if this is it. Oh, there it is. No. And that's Kimberly. It's called Muscle, Muscle and Fitness. Is that Kimberly? Yeah, that is Kimberly. I hate how oily his arm is because it looks like the rest of his body isn't oily. Mm-hmm. He's just like... Just give me one oily arm next to Kimberly. Look at that. Yeah, that arm. It's like uh, Hellboy. 
Attach that right arm of doom. Look at the font they used to yeah. be wacky. He's fun. Guys, we're going to have fun with this month's muscle and fitness. Joe Weider. Joe Weider's muscle and fitness. Who's and that? That quotation there is, sorry, uh, I'm stronger, more muscular than at 20 is the subtitle okay, of the yeah, interview. Because you started exercising. No, not much of a shocker. That's the dumbest quote ever. Yeah, no, because you're because you're lifting weights now. Of course, you're stronger. <laughs> were you lifting weights when you were twenty? No, no. Okay, well, there's the answer right there. Were they making out and stuff like that? Yeah, they were kissing, making out, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important for men to know that they can work out all they want and be huge losers. Yeah. I think Joe Piscopo is a good embodiment of that. Maybe he's a good role model in a way like that you could say, well, you could hit the gym and have and be shredded mm-hmm. and still be the biggest loser ever. Yeah. Yeah. It won't make a difference. <laughs> it didn't fix it. I no, did. it probably made it made it a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Julie, can I tell you a joke? <laughs> it's getting kind of boring in here. <laughs> I got to say, guys, double threat's getting a little boring today. I'm going to tell you a joke. I think I'll so Joe, I think Joe I'll, in, I think I'll insult a motorcycle you. crash. God, yeah, I'm a, I like dead. it. All right, keep going. <laughs> he's dead. And he's going up to the pearly gates. <laughs> and he's up there. And then he runs into he's waiting his turn to get in, in, in front of the, the St. Peter to ask what he, there's a monkey there. And Joe's like, hey, monkey, how'd you die? And the monkey's like. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like. You 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 drop you slipped on a banana peel. <laughs> oh, you threw a banana peel in the road. <laughs> well, who, 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 if you didn't slip on it, who did? <laughs> I did. My motorcycle. <laughs> so yeah, so they were kissing and making out stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Amazing. Thank you, Bob. That was horrifying. But no, Tom, you said something about a gift earlier. Oh, I have a gift for Brett. Brett. What? Are you I wanted we talked about a food stuff on the show yeah. a couple weeks ago. And you had never tried it. Julie has tried it. I have tried it. Mm-hmm. It's this, Brett. Oh wow. Lenny. And Larry's complete cookies. Oh, that looks. I am. I am. I am uh, famished. We at the want moment. you to eat it good. and tell us what you think. Okay. Yeah. Happy to come on and in. And for those of you who don't know, this is the cookie that I confused for being the, the two out of the three Stooges at one point because I was drunk. Because I only eat these cookies when I'm mm-hmm. either drunk or mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it's a gas station. Yeah, no, situation. these are gas station cookies. Yeah, so All if right. you get like a, a coffee or something and you you dip them, it, like you won't be hungry anymore. Oh, no, this is a very filling cookie. Yeah, because it's um, it because it tastes bad. It's it's like a it's like a yoga mat. Yeah. <laughs> what, what kind what's of that cookie? Monkey? What kind you want to eat a yoga mat? <laughs> what were they doing on the yoga mat, monkey? They were making out and stuff like that. <laughs> All right, so Brett's Brett. got a Lenny. What's and for people, no, no, these are cookies. Julie ate one. I eat them occasionally and keep waiting for them to get better than they, they are. 
They never will. I mean, I'm liking the stats on these. 16 grams of protein. That's per cookie. 10 grams of fiber. Uh, uh, yeah, keep plant, looking at that based. because it'll distract you from how they taste. And those chocolate chips are definitely, I think that they are like pencil erasers that have mm-hmm. been darkened. Yeah. Like I, the, like. Erasers that go on those like mechanical pencils, those really tiny little erasers. Mm-hmm. I think texturally they're similar. We're not insulting them. If they want to sponsor us, we'll say something nicer. Yeah. But we'll just blame this on uh, podcast the ride. We'll say that they were the ones bad mouthing Lenny and Larry's. What flavor did you get? It's a chocolate chip. Uh, and and first point in the pro column here. This package came apart like nothing. Super easy to open. Sure. Uh, we got some Nature Valley <laughs> granola bars in the kitchen. I, I literally just have to go in there with scissors. I can't get those things open with my, <laughs> oh my bare God, hands. Tom, you're sharing a kitchen with Brett now that you guys work in the same office. You yeah. see Brett charging into the kitchen with a pair of scissors, snipping yeah. at the air. Yep. How do you feel? Um, These are the things I try to, to not look at in the <laughs> office. They're the things I try to look away. He comes in with scissors in his hand going. All right, let's get the taste tested. What does the cookie look like to you? Do you like the way it looks? Do you like the texture of it in your hand? Uh, I do. Texture is pretty good. Uh, it is, um, it's a big, it's a big cookie. Uh, it's a big and cookie. I would say it's it's pretty thick. It's not a thin cookie. Uh, it's thick. It, it, yeah, it appears to be a good kind of, you know, moisture to consistency. Um, not too dry, uh, but also oh, not yeah, get ready for that. Apart. Um, Not so too dry. <laughs> yeah, wait that thing's you'll in your mouth. Your, you'll eat your words. All right, here we go. Lenny and Larry's. Lenny and Larry's chocolate chip experience. Brett is on the Lenny and Larry train. This is what I call the point Brett is at is the cement slowdown when the cookie turns mm-hmm. into wet cement in your <laughs> yeah. mouth. And, and you're, you're like, you're oh my God. Work hard. Yeah. Yeah, he's still working on that cookie. Okay. He's thinking about he's inscrutable. Now he looks like he's thinking. What's the verdict? Oh boy. What's um, the taste? What's ugh. the taste? Tell us tell us what that was experience was like. Here's what I'll say. I thought I was gonna take a bite of a cookie. Um Okay. Um, wow. He's not calling it a cookie no more. It 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 just has the taste of a of like a product, like something that came out of a lab. It, it's like a a food mm-hmm. product that was that was it, it, it's a it's a little more of a it's closer to like a cliff bar you know something that was like kind of concocted um it yeah that was a uh that's kind of an unnatural experience eating yeah, that cookie yeah. that's what i would that's how i would yeah. describe it and the funny thing okay. is brett cookies in and of themselves are not natural they are not in nature like this is a fake version of something that doesn't just exist normally you're eating to me lenny and larry's cookies taste like if you were in the hospital and they gave you one because there was like an ulterior motive to eating it's like oh there's medicine in that thing yeah and you'd be like well it's not bad then that's right. what I meant. It, it feels like I'm in a lab experiment mm-hmm. uh, that this mm-hmm. is um, there's some. Yeah, there's some uh, they're, they're testing out like like what if like what if we could um, like put all um, like the nutrients that a person needed into one cookie and then they could just Matter. eat one cookie mm-hmm. per day. It feels yeah. like that kind of a product. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or if, to me, it's like if somebody was like, well, people need to do a thing they need to people who need to like 
accumulate accumulate calories, calories. Yeah. and like well this cookie is 4000 calories and it's just so dense and over overstuffed with things that are other than what makes a cookie mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Like if you're in some dystopian movie and you live in a like a a small cube in a in you mm-hmm. know and then you come out and you go to work and they hand you one of these and then you eat it. It, it feels like that kind of it would be like in a in a sci-fi movie it's about Soylent, the Soylent, Len, Soylent Lenny and Soylent Larry. Yeah. If Soylent Green is people, why didn't it taste better? Let's think about that. <laughs> That's a good point. That is a great point. Are you going to have another bite or are you going to throw it in oh, the I'm gonna trash? Eat the whole, I'm going to eat this whole thing. I'm starving. Oh, okay, Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. Yeah, of course. And they sell those at Coffee Bean for whatever reason. I don't know why. <laughs> they sell other things there, too, that you might want Lenny, Larry, Coffee Bean. Yeah. The merger of the century. Hey, uh... Cement Mouth, you got any other clips oh, for us? Oh, yeah. Before oh I take God. another bite, because I know that's going to take about five <laughs> minutes to get through with the next bite. Um, uh, I got a little palate cleanser here for you, which is what I need right now. Um, but a, a palate cleanser. Um, this is I had never seen this before. And what a what a delight this was. This is from uh, James from Dublin. James from Dublin. Um, and he submitted this on the Discord. You can also submit clips over there. Um and um, this was uh, this this clip features a very young Keanu Reeves pre pre fame pre movie stardom Keanu Reeves. Um, apparently, uh, in his younger years, he he uh, is from Canada and was like a correspondent on a on a youth news show in really? Canada, a local news show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and this is Keanu Reeves uh, uh, reporting on site at a teddy bear convention. A teddy bear convention. Uh, young Keanu Reeves. I'm going to pull this up right now. Uh, It says here, before he was a Hollywood actor, Keanu Reeves worked for CBC, Canadian Broadcasting Company, and did a news report on a teddy bear convention in in 1984. When Going Great sent me to check out the first Canadian international teddy bear convention, I thought I was in for a lot of craziness. Why are all the bears first name? Teddy, what college did he go to? <laughs> That's his first question. <laughs> he looks exactly the same. What do your friends think about you collecting bears? <laughs> I've been looking all over for you. We gotta go down to the Bears Only Cafe and talk bearsness. Listen, you know that Bears Necessity Contest? We've got problems. So listen, we'll go down, we'll talk business, and hey, what? everything will be okay. What? Why this. do we... Why do we treat good-looking people like they're, you know, they have to like act like total fools for us for our amusement? Mm-hmm. We're just like go over there and put sunglasses on, and then talk to that yeah. bear that also has sunglasses on, and be like, "Hey, I'm going to go over there and like act like you're really into it and fun." And then ask that lady, like, it's like, why can't you just let him be cute? Julie, I gotta just say, it's hard for me. To hear you talk about these things, knowing this is how people treat you. Yeah, why people are always people. like, "Hey, pretend that this broom is a guitar and play it, and do that thing like that, the Johnny Be Good thing, where you're like sticking out your one leg and you're hopping on the other across the stage." Wasn't that? And I'm wasn't like, that, oh, "Okay." Wasn't that half of your live show where you had a broom <laughs> and you were like? I'm going to write gonna a be... little record, going to mail it to my local DJ. <laughs> I think we should do, if we do a double threat live show, if it is Halloween, yeah. 
guitar. We can dress brooms. up like we can <laughs> dress up like witches and play brooms like guitars. Yeah. Put that in the put that on the list, Brett, of things we could do in a live Brett, show. Brett, do you have a document? Did you write down dum dums and gin? COVID COVID shots. Yeah, I did. Sorry, I've been I've been trying to get through my second bite of this cookie for the last two minutes. Sorry. <laughs> you're, you're gonna nap. end up. You're, gonna, need a you're nap. gonna go to the Hollywood Walk of Fame, spit it up, and then have like Jessica Alba put her handprints in it. <laughs> <laughs> Guy. Lenny and Larry's proud sponsors of the Hollywood so Walk of Fame. Look at that. Okay, so now he's pretending to be attacked by a teddy bear. Well, as Graham Abbey says, if the bear fits, wear it. I'm into it. I gotta say, I love it. I love him. Did you see the clip of the of Young Prince? No. <gasps> Brett, did you see that? No, no, I'm looking for it now. (gasps) Doing what? (gasps) Tell me what he's doing. (gasps) Oh, no. Tom, are you having a heart attack? (gasps) It's it's one of the most amazing things. Where do they get these clothes for newscasters? Yeah, she's, I, I, I figured, I, the, 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 the outfit she's wearing, I expect to see Andy Circus jumping around. I was going to say, like, do they add these in post? Are they, yeah. they going to say, like, wear something green just in case we want to change it out yeah. to you wearing, like, a big, like, David Byrne-style suit? Yeah, put some ping-pong balls on that piece. <laughs> You'll be... Serendipity was a story, then you are about to watch one of the most fortunate strokes of luck ever here at WCCO. A mysterious gem unearthed on accident, giving people a glimpse into Minneapolis history through the eyes of a young musical icon. While we all had a feeling who this young boy might Aww. be, we knew we needed help from those who knew him best. It's a journey and story you'll only see here on WCCO. Deep in the WCCO film archives are hundreds, if not thousands, of opportunities to travel back in time. Well, and on film one reel, canisters. a treasure lay hidden, untouched, for 52 years. April 1970. Minneapolis Public Schools educators went on strike. We restored the film to offer context to the educator strike that happened in the same district just last month. Okay, so there's the governor's mansion. That's kind of cool. Matt Liddy is WCCO's production manager. I grew up in Minneapolis. Eat so Jimmy all Jones. I cared about was looking at cool old buildings from the place I grew up. But his curiosity turned into a discovery when he saw a reporter interviewing kids as teachers picketed in the background. And it was this young boy jumping around oh, and my God. answering a question who left Liddy speechless. Same so smart. I, I immediately just went out to the newsroom and started showing people and saying... I'm not going to tell you who I think this is, but who do you think this is? And every single person, Prince. We didn't have the right equipment to hear the film, so a specialist helped us extract the audio, and then we heard his voice. Are most of the kids in favor of the picketing? Yep. How come? Um, I think they should get a better education too, cause, um, and I think they should get some more money. Yes. working extra hours for us. Yes. Our excitement was. So you can hit pause. Wow. It's basically goes on to where they go get 
uh, a Prince expert and somebody who knew him as a kid to watch the footage and and confirm that it's Prince because they they track the school, they figure the whole wow. thing out to where it was, and it's ex- it's exactly where he would have been. So that is so great. Isn't that amazing? Awesome. And he's on the right side of things. Yeah, he's defending the teachers. He gets it. And that's a little kid defending teachers. Yeah, at that age, they're not supposed to be your friends. No. You're supposed to say, the teachers stink. Well, maybe the teachers were sexy motherfuckers. Look, we don't all have footage of us as children. Not all of us have footage of us talking to a reporter or doing a magic show in a McDonald's. <laughs> Not all of us have our whole life are living on the tr- in the Truman Show here, so to speak. Some of us are underdocumented. What's and the we're youngest living off the grid? Yeah. What is what is some young footage of you, Julie? Um, I showed you the time I was on MTV oh, with yeah. Kevin Seal. The greatest. I was in a skit when I was uh ten years old 10 or 11 years old so funny and i was really cute and i did a good job i sat quietly and i played a camper <laughs> and he played so the counselor and at one and at one point i got an eyeful of the camera and i gave him my whole money maker oh yeah put him it's great we'll watch that at some later yeah. a later date yeah play it at a live show we'll play it at Perhaps. the live show if there is a live show if people really want it i don't know if they do Well, uh, speaking of showstoppers, uh, I've got one last clip to go out on here, and this is uh, this was this was sent in by Britt, and I believe it's uh, what the kids call a banger. This is uh, uh, from a Tampa Public Access uh, TV uh, in Tampa, Florida, uh, a show called "It's Casual." This appears to be sometime maybe in the late seventies or eighties, um, and uh, "It's Casual" uh, got an exclusive. They got the world premiere of a music video uh, by an artist named Sandra Prill. Sandra Prill. Uh, and her song, Nasty Boys, Nasty Boys. The world premiere of Nasty Boys, Sandra Prill. Let's roll that. <laughs> so this is a cover of Janet Jackson's song? Are those gentlemen? Are we sure? Like Marky Smith with the uh, hitting the. Back up a few seconds ago, that pan up on that guy. I just want to make sure I'm seeing what I think I'm seeing. What's going on in that? Is he, what is that guy doing? 
Oh my god! I'm blushing. Yeah, that's what I thought I saw. Talk about getting your tongue stuck to the pole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Oh my I appreciate goodness. her clarifying any like you know, like if someone was gonna offer her substitutions for what she's asking for, that she just says, No, I don't want a nasty girl and I don't want a nasty food. Duh. <laughs> like if you ever listen to the fall, she sounds like Marky Smith where he's like, Leave the capital. <laughs> like everything is like, ah. She'd be amazing in the fall. They should hire her as a guest vocalist. She yeah. She should join that band. She'd be awesome. Oh, she, be she looks great. Yeah. I love her look. She has like a, a Nancy Allen vibe. Totally. Yeah. Fur coat. And her hair is clearly permed and set. Yeah. And, and, and watching this, I wish somebody would uh run a drill through my forehead, like in uh <laughs> body double. Oh my, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Okay, a lot of nasty. mixed messaging in this. Thing. What is he doing? That should be illegal. There's a guy in the team. You have a license of, for that? Now he's. <laughs> so there's a guy in this that is wearing. They have like the 80s equivalent of jeggings, like light washed. Yeah. And I don't want to say they're denim because things are moving with a lot more yeah, laxity a lot, a lot than they would be if it were proper <laughs> denim. Oh my God. And the way they're shooting it in front of a table, I don't. <laughs> this is the greatest. <laughs> you gotta get scott schwartz in here it looks like he would he could do some acting in this scene right now when did that guy on the left decide to take off part of his jacket no brett can we just rewind that because yeah, i just yeah, want to please go cover that that actor's decision yeah because look at so they're both wearing jackets and they have nothing underneath yeah and she's emoting. And then the guy on the left takes the initiative to be like, I think I know what she wants. And she's it's got, this. Yeah, she's got two guys behind her, two <laughs> meatheads who look like the dumber <laughs> brothers of the guy in Wasp who's on the <laughs> the raft in uh, in uh, uh, Decline of Western Civilization 2, uh-huh. Chris Holmes. They look like the his dumber brothers. Or they look like, like the guys who... If Nelson were doing a gig, they'd call the cops if they yeah. entered. It, this is it's like a Nelson porn parody. The band <laughs> Nelson. If there were porn it's parodies called, of bands, yeah, we're it's looking. Called, it, it's called Johnson. Now you're definitely not showing us Scotty's X-rated adventure right now, but this is not. This is not. We're not watching Scotty's X-rated adventure, are we? Uh, I, I don't believe so, but I have not uh, watched this clip all the way through. So okay. it does okay. seem to be trending in a, in a direction. Right now, it seems like Scotty's R-rated adventure, but it could get yeah. X the second that guy takes another swing. Nice. Because, I mean, you want to talk about monkeys flipping on banana peels. There's a lot of flying bananas in this clip. 
I like his uh, tube socks. (laughs) 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 These hunks will do anything. Don't you get that sense? Yeah, these guys would take their clothes off, dance in a video, kill someone for you. (laughs) (laughs) They would. They would just have a price list. Where they'd be like, what do you want? Arson? Murder? You want us us to have sex with somebody? You want us to kill somebody? Here's the price list. Oh my god. Oh my god. I think I might be pregnant. (laughs) From that. I think there's a good chance I'm currently with child. Shut up, this guy in a white banana hammock just thrusting at the air for, like, way more repetitions than you'd think would be okay for, like, a dance. It's meatheads, 80s meatheads (laughs) with their their frosted hair wearing leopard patterned, uh, like, leopard patterned pants. What's this guy going to be like? Oh, my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, Nasty Boys, the premiere. Well, I, that was that was just exactly. Brett, we need to get Sandra Pearl on the show. On it, and I want that guy it. in the chair. I, I want Sandra Pearl and at least one of her hunks, preferably Rob. Yeah. We want to do a "Where Are They Now" with the hunks. Yeah, got it on it. And now I'm intrigued. I look in the top right corner, Brett, and I'm seeing. I think she's got her version of "New Attitude" up there, oh, but that might be yeah. for another episode. Yeah, let me let me vet that one. Make sure it stays yeah. on the R-rated side okay. and not the sure. uh, X-rated side, and we'll look at that yeah. next week. Yeah. Because if she got hunks to just completely get naked and thrust into the air, oh my! I don't goodness. know. I don't know what that is even. Besides, a good time. Yeah, this is a good time. You know what else is a good time? And and Julie, unfortunately, was a good time. Was this episode of Double Threat? It's a short one, but it's a sweet one. Yeah. Kind of like a Lenny and Larry's cookie. Well, how are you doing on that, Brett? Oh, God. I think uh, it's actually the opposite of a Lenny and Larry's cookie. It's not yeah, short and sweet. And, that, it's they're long takes and forever. bland. Yeah, that cookie takes forever to eat and is terrible. Yeah, tell me like, about don't it. Don't you wish cookies were more like porridge? I feel like I've eat a, eaten a full sleeve of cookies, and I look over at this thing. I, I can't be more than a fourth of the way through this thing right you now. You can do it, Brett. Oh, God. Had my lunch and my dinner here already. I believe in you, Brad, and right, that thanks. and that and that that ten grams of fiber will serve you well. Stuck in rush hour traffic, getting home, <laughs> you're like, oh, Amy, uh, I just want to let you know, just uh, uh, keep the gate open. <laughs> Might be running in. Might be running in fast today. With my friends Lenny and Larry. Yeah, thanks, Lenny and Larry. Well, everybody, thanks for listening to Double Threat, and we will be back with another episode next week. And thanks to everybody who sends in clips, and send in clips for the Double Threat Torture Chamber, where we'll see whether Tom or Julie, who taps out first on mm-hmm. torture, on torturous clips, and not not awful things of, like, true pain and gross stuff. Yes. Keep it in the spirit of the show, okay? Right, but we'll get buzzers. That'll be fun. Yeah, we'll get buzzers, and we'll see who can who can outlast the other one. 
I love it. Like and subscribe and write to us at doublethreatpod at gmail.com. And if you want a live show, start making noise because I swear yeah. to gosh, we don't hear noise. Yeah. We put away our toys. <laughs> What's that, monkey? You want a live show, double threat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were funny up on stage where they're making everybody laugh. <laughs> yeah, well, I wish they, I wish they would do the live show. I should make some noise. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.